It's Friday night, everybody. You know what that means. It's Friday night. Let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm John. And we're... Friday Night Games. We want to immerse you into our love of the hobby by educating and entertaining you through our board gaming adventures. Our podcast lands every Friday, and we create content for Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Welcome to our 100th episode. Woo! This episode is sponsored by TabletopRenaissance.ca, located in our hometown of Windsor, Ontario, Canada. They have launched their web store, so check out TabletopRenaissance.ca for your board game and tabletop miniature needs. So on today's show, we have a very special bonus episode from the Last Game Standing series. I know I said it was five episodes, but it's actually six. So just in case you're wondering, Last Game Standing, we started with five games from five content creators, and a game was voted off each week until there was only one game left. And what was that game, John? That game was Rallyman GT, which was elected by Room 51. Nice. So on the last show, we had guests Megan and Tristan from Girl Meets Nerd to help us vote off Not the Worst Hipster Board Game of 2020. And that was Rallyman GT, so that's pretty sweet. Yeah, so we hope everyone really enjoyed the last five episodes. Matt did a ton of work for it, and I did absolutely nothing. It was a huge collaboration between some amazing content creators that we love, and we had a ton of fun trash-talking each other. Yes, we did. So we had some great moments that you know Matt didn't think would vote off games, but... Yeah, I, I did. And then when I, and then when I prepared to, to vote off the games, then I didn't. So yeah. it's like, what is going on here? <laughs> So on today's show, we are joined by two very special guests. We have Janelle, who is Emotional Cyborg on Instagram, and Matthias, who's Evil Jerk Gamer on Instagram. So welcome. Yay. You know, we we, we really appreciate, you know, the support that uh, the two of you give us. You know, Janelle, when you were hanging out with us on Twitch, and Matthias, where you share all our podcasts on Instagram, we really do appreciate it. So we wanted to kind of do a little recap, see what you thought of the last game standing yeah don't hold back either yeah and yeah. You, you want to rip on us or tell us we did a good job we'll tell we'll us do whatever. We, didn't. we don't care <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna see what they thought about the games that were chosen what their favorite or least favorite moments were you know what we did well what we could improve for next time give us some advice on future series and they can ask us some questions later cool yeah Matt actually pays me to share your post on Instagram, so that's all right. It comes out of his money, out of his pocket. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's late on a few payments. Yeah, um, you'll see those payments in a in a bit there. Matthias. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, where can everyone find both of you on Instagram? I am Evil Jerk Gamer. Nice. That's the only place I'm at. I'm not on Twitter or anything like that. So. Excellent. just insta and i'm emotional cyborg awesome well first of all thank you so much for being on the show we appreciate you for just following along and hanging out with us and like cheering us on fans like you guys really make us do what we want to do and i thought it'd be really cool to reach out to you and have you guys on the show and get to get to know you a little bit better yeah so before we get a little bit started here i'm going to direct some fun questions so the first thing i want to mention is matthias got some love the other day you were on redford rants the board yeah. the board dad did you see that i i did i saw it <laughs> <laughs> did you know you're gonna be on that did he tell you? Yeah, Roland emailed me and, and asked if he could, uh, Rolando, I, I think is how you pronounce his name. He is, asked if yeah. he could uh, roast me. I was like, sure, that's pretty much game night every time I game. So <laughs> <laughs> Bring all, it on. all me and my friends do is just rip on each other the whole time we're gaming. But yeah, it was cool. 
Yeah, I actually, I normally I don't watch a lot of those videos, but I I went into it and I saw your name and I'm like, what? It like blew me away. <laughs> I'm like, this is amazing. It's like you're getting a little bit of celebrity love in the board game world because of your uh, like bit, yeah. your sarcastic wit on your posts. I think is was what he yeah, was. Yeah, you, you either love me or hate me. Most people hate me, but that's okay. I think I think I like when you uh, when there's like giveaways. You're like, it's mine. Stay away. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, piss off. <laughs> I've actually had, like, as a reviewer, I've actually had companies say, you should change your name, and then we'll send you a game. And I'm like, no, I don't need your game that bad. I like that. That's awesome. Janelle, we're very sorry. I think we already apologized, but we're, all, we're Canadians, so we're going to apologize all the time. You were our elite viewer of our Twitch stream, Jason, too, when he had some time. So we're really sorry. Do you accept our apology on the air? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, you don't just... have to put yourself out for me. No, we we like just uh, one day like just abruptly stopped doing Twitch. <laughs> it's true. I remember because Matt was saying something and he got interrupted, and I really wanted to know what he was gonna say, and I was like, I'll just ask him next time. And there wasn't a next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it was kind of sad too because we actually upgraded our equipment. Mm -hmm. And then, well, what happened was we were COVID happened, really. Yeah, we were supposed to have a guest on to play a game, but right. that company decided to shut down, that so was they canceled it. Story Machine Games. Yeah, Story oh, Machine no. Games. So that, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's what happened. And then we were kind of like, well, I guess this is just kind of our way out. Yeah, I, I, it was kind of weird, too, because at that point, we were getting a lot more publishers being like, hey, we want to play games on your stream with you. Yeah. And I don't know. <laughs> so, Janelle, what are, what are you watching then? Just Gamecasters. Well, and oh, I work nice. on the charity board gamers sometimes. Oh, nice. Nice, yeah. So let's get down to it. Let's rip Sweet. on uh, the last game standing. <laughs> yeah, I'll just sit back. <laughs> so we sent you the last episode, which hasn't aired yet. Did you have a chance to listen to it? Yeah. I've never heard your podcast ever. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I Good. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> What That's are we a, doing? Yeah. <laughs> where, where am I? Where? <laughs> all right. So I just want to say again, thanks, Matt, for coming up with that idea, writing all the stuff out. What do you want? Not nothing. <laughs> but yeah, I just appreciate that you did all that work, and I just had to show up. Yeah. Yep. Good job, Matt. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Okay. So what did you like or not like about the games that were chosen? Like what? Rallyman <laughs> GT, Castles of Tuscany, Fort, Aeons and Outcast, and Merv. There we go. I would say the only one I'd ever actually played was Fort. Okay. And I'm not a huge fan of Fort. I don't know that I agree with the winner because I hate dice chuckers, like with a passion. <laughs> All right. Fair, fair. Any game that's based on luck is not going to be a game for me because my luck is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> my my group, they played Dice Throne, I swear, just to piss me off because that, <laughs> that game is just... Battle Yahtzee is not for me. They know you're Battle throwing. Yahtzee. They know you're rolling ones all the time. Is that what it is? Yeah, they just and they they like snicker when they pull it out, and they just kind of look at me, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> you stunned it. <laughs> I really liked this idea, and when I heard the five games, I was like, what? They were all all five of them were games I'd completely written off. For oh really? One reason or another? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it was. It was tough. It was tough. Like I actually had a whole different list if you if you listen to like the zero episode, but yeah. like, I had a whole different list and honestly at one point I'm just like like this idea has to like go through and I'm like I'm just like you guys just pick a game. Everyone just pick a game. Like, I don't care at this point. <laughs> so it's people... so tricky. But I love that they're hipster and that it's not like yeah. the games we all hear about every day all the time. 
Okay, here, here's a question. If it was a game that we hear about every day all the time, what what would you prefer to have won? Like, just, just completely disregard the games that were chosen. What do you think would have won game of 2020? Dwellings Good of question. Everdell. Dwellings of Everdell. And oh, that's, yeah, yeah I like that. That, game is, that game is amazing. It's we'll never gorgeous. see it. Yeah, I actually have it yeah. on pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Well, you might get it someday. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Same game for you, Janelle? I agree. With, yep, I like that answer. <laughs> okay. I, it's so weird because our group got that, Dune, and uh, Arnek all at the same time. Oh, and it was like, here's three of the best games that came out in 2020. And they were just, we just played them back to back and we were like, holy crap. Wow. You know, it's not often we get three killer games all at once. And Dwellings killed it? Really? Yeah. So our group plays with what we call the rule of three. We play each game three times, no matter what, even if it sucks. Mm-hmm. And it's very rare in our group because we have so many games that we play anything more than three times. I think we played Dwellings like 11 times, wow. which is insane for us. Yeah, I'm kind of over Dwellings now. <laughs> I would have totally picked that one up. Wow, that's awesome. I'm excited for it to maybe show up. It's never going to show up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's never gonna show up. And my my buddy always like he goes like if it's an upgraded option he gets it. So we had the figures that make noises, which absolutely serves no point. I think that's dumb, but <laughs> <laughs> and it it has amazing table presence. It, yeah, it looks good. I yeah. mean, you're just you're just making me sad that I'm never gonna get this game. <laughs> just shows. You're just gonna come with missing pieces. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm not. No, it's not even. It's not even to like show up. You're... I have a question, Matt. Yo, did you did you vote off your game first because you felt bad there was a tie, or did you legitimately think that was the worst one? I actually legitimately think our game was the worst. One. <laughs> it was the worst game. I, I didn't. So as a good answer, I didn't actually care too much about the competition. John did, and he will keep reminding me that we should have chose God's Love Dinosaurs. But I don't think God's Love Dinosaurs would have won either. But but honestly, honestly, Matthias, I have a hard time. I I don't want to choose, right? Like I I put all the games together, I put everything together. I don't. Even, I didn't even want to choose. I should have had the listeners vote from the beginning, so yeah. I wouldn't have to make the the choice. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I think Fair Castles enough. of Tuscany on that that list probably should have at least made it like halfway through. I, I, I agree. I was that. shocked when it went out first. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, had a feeling like... it was going to, but I didn't think it should. <laughs> Yeah, because I think it's definitely a better game than Fort. Yeah. I and, uh... 100% agree. <laughs> Although, to, to be fair, I haven't played Castles of Tuscany, but I have played Castles of Burgundy. But you got to remember, it's like the best. It's like you're not the worst game. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. how this works, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It, like the best game's not going to win. It's going to be the game that just kind of floats through. <laughs> <laughs> What a, great, what a great competition I'm running, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so out of all the games that we had, was there a particular one that the two of you were rooting for at all? Yeah, Tuscany. Wow, really? <laughs> but I mean, when, you, when you first presented the list, I was like, ah, Tuscany's got to win it. And then, then it was like, yeah. I don't care for Fort. I just didn't think it was well-balanced. And like I said, the dice chucking game, I wasn't too thrilled about that. Although the the space game, the deck builder, I looked at the box and had no interest. But the more they described it, that actually does pique my interest a little bit. Yeah, Ocas was really good. Aeon Zen's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Aeon Zen? Did I say that wrong again? I'm know. sure both ways. Are uh, who knows? <laughs> that space game with the deck. 
building mechanic. I actually bought it on the episode while we were recording. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the expansion your deck game, thing. right? It's like a standalone game. It, it is an expansion. So Aeon's End started a long time ago, and this would be like the fifth or sixth game of it. But it's all standalone. That's There's what a I thought. Bunch and it's content. the campaign version, right? Like it lets you play campaign. They're all campaigns, actually, which is oh. really cool. And then when you finish, you can take everything that you played and you can replay anything. So if you're like, it, it, think of it as like a, an epic boss battle and you could just replay any boss battle you want. So it, it's kind of like if you have like a magic, you know, it's a deck builder, right? So, and you have to read all the cards. Every card has a million things. So if you, if you hate those yeah. types of games, you're not going to like it. But if you do, then it's, it's a really good game. Nice. What about you, Janelle? It was between Merv and Castles of Tuscany because I couldn't decide which one was more grading, either a better version of a game I've owned forever and that was annoying, or a long game. Because Merv is too long in my opinion, but still really cool. Yeah, Merv took like, we played it. I mean, we played on Tabletop Simulator. It took us like three hours to get yeah. through that. And, mm. I, and we weren't playing it right. I know that from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> In classic Friday Night Games fashion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had, I had, <laughs> and I had to leave like halfway through the game because my kid woke up and like wanted nothing to do with my wife and was like screaming. <laughs> so I had to like stop the game like halfway through. Yeah, you had to stop the game two hours in. Yeah. <laughs> Did you at least flip the table? I should. I should have. You should have. Nah. <laughs> I would have reset the table anyway. But yeah. But yeah, we had to just remove your pieces or something. I forget what we had to do. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Mer Merv is a very unique game. It just—it's not. I don't think it's the. I don't think it's for everybody though. I think that's the problem no. with it. Yeah. I, I love the idea of it, but I wrote it off because it was so long and it just seemed so over-involved. Yeah. Oh yeah. It sounds but, overly complicated. Yeah. Unnecessarily. Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, by Bridge, so Bridge City Board Gamers, the ones who chose that, and they they love the they love a lot of games that are complex, right? Mm -hmm. I loved listening to them talk about it. Yeah. Like, oh, they're I funny. So much about the game, and they were so engaged in it, and you could tell that they enjoy it. It was nice to listen to them, and the, yeah, they're very amusing. Yeah, they're pretty funny. They're they're really fun to talk to, um, especially because like normal sing everything. <laughs> so that's amazing so when we were we were recording with him he was like singing our theme song and I, it came to me later i'm like we should have had him sing the theme song but whatever it was too late after i'm sure we could do it one day <laughs> yeah exactly next time yeah no well i'm sorry that the games you you wanted to win, <laughs> didn't win. i mean it's fine it was funny and it was interesting to listen to yeah, R Rally Band GT is awesome though. I know Matthias, you're not you're not liking it too much, but it is actually a really no. good game. Have you tried it? No, and I won't. Um, oh, it's a racing game too. <laughs> on top of it, so <laughs> not really into the racing thing. And it's a dice chucking game. Although my group would probably buy it just to piss me off. <laughs> I hope they I hope they're listening to this right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, sure they will. I yeah, I mean when I played Rally Band GT with Matt, we only played like one simple game, like nothing. We didn't add any like the other elements to the game, which was basic. And I wasn't too sure about the dice chucking part of it and like the luck based turns, yeah. but uh, it was it was pretty fun. Yeah, well, I think the one cool mechanism is that you roll the dice and then you get to like gear down, and I think that that's really cool. So you have to strategize on how you take corners and stuff based on your gear dice. Yeah. Like that was the coolest part of it to me. And the modular board. 
Yes, I actually, so I did get to play a couple games. I played a bunch solo and I played a bunch with Bill. And yeah, we actually did a couple modular boards. We're just like, let's just throw random pieces down. And it was really, it was really fun. We made like a really long board. Nice. So that was really fun. He uh, kicked my butt both times though. <laughs> the people describing the game were very animated though. I did enjoy that. That was cool. Yeah, Room 51 does a really good job. They're really funny and sarcastic too. So they're, they're yeah. like, they like to always say the opposite of what you say on purpose, which is yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> they were so enthusiastic that it was fun to listen to. It's that I don't really like racing games. No one, no I, one likes racing games. I've never <laughs> played this. <laughs> but friends were playing and they were like, come play with us. And so I did. And I've played it a handful of times and I lose so badly every time. <laughs> But it doesn't, like, I'm not into it, so that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did notice Rallyman GT does suffer from, like, when it's not your turn, you you just don't pay attention. So Yeah, I, you, and it can be a long time. Yeah, it could, yeah. So it's Firefly on a racetrack? <laughs> oh, Firefly's like a nightmare You're game for bring us. Bring this up for John, aren't you? <laughs> He's... John's worst experience ever playing a board oh, game was Firefly. Firefly is horrible. Oh, thank thank you. I'm glad you have that opinion. I'm glad you have that opinion because I hate it too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You could go play another game in between turns on that game. That's just, it's ridiculous. I did. I went and played Rick and Marty on the Oculus Rift. Yeah. <laughs> like a good chunk of Like it. an hour. For an hour, two hours. And then I took a nap on the couch. Yeah. It still wasn't your turn. That was also with like eight people too. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I do like the push your luck though. Like I don't mind playing it, but I'm not going to go get it or suggest it. Or Yeah, it makes sense. I really liked it and it was actually on my original list, which was cool. So, mm -hmm. and I knew room 51 was going to take it if I threw it at them. So they did. Yeah. <laughs> they took my bait. I still think it's funny that they didn't actually play it in real life, but yeah. <laughs> that is that is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're excited they won though. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. What game of 2020 that you played do you think should have been in the running and won? I, I think Godspeed. There's not a lot of people talking oh, about that man, one. And that one's a good game. Yeah. That should have been on the list. Why now that yeah. I think about it? Who failed? <laughs> that that game is great. I should have just uh, let you choose the game, to be honest. Well, you gave, you gave me a choice of two, right? Yeah, so, I should have just let you choose. Yeah, I would probably would have chose Godspeed anyway, but <laughs> now that I think about it, that, I remember yeah, Godspeed loving was that game. Very good game. Yeah, it's 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 solid, and there's not a lot of love on that game on any on the interweb. You know what? I'm gonna take just because of that, Matthias. I'm gonna take some photos and just throw love at it. There you go. <laughs> good call. Like for a week. That's and it's actually it's got it's got amazing table presence too. It's 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 a solid game. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun too, and the strategies in it are pretty complex. Yeah, it's surprising that it's not as as like popular as it is. Yeah, because there's there's like three parts to it, and it's just yeah. You you guys actually made me try it, and wow, nice. You know what it's missing, though? It's missing, like, a solo mode. That's what I kind of like. Because it, it hit right around COVID, right? It hit April of 2020. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had no yeah. solo mode. So it was kind of, like, in a weird transition because no one was, like, everyone's like, do I, can I go out of my house? <laughs> <laughs> can I play a board game? Like, no one knew, right? Yeah, I can't play solo games because I'm a cheating bitch. <laughs> oh, so am I. I always take backsies my turn. <laughs> I'm like, that turn didn't go my way. <laughs> yeah. No one's looking. Yeah, that's that's what the computer's for. <laughs> no solo gaming for me. What about you, Janelle? That's tricky. The games that came to mind for me were Paris 1889, Rush MD, Tranquility, and Beyond the Sun. Nice. Nice. 
I just picked up Beyond the Sun and semi learned learned it to play last week, but we never got to it. No, it'll be this week though. So it's like a giant tech tree. Yeah, it looks cool. So if you hate tech trees, you'll hate the game. Love tech trees. <laughs> yeah. I played World of Warcraft for like ten years. I love tech trees. <laughs> yeah. I think they're fun. But Paris eighteen eighty nine and Rush M D are cooperative games. Nice. I've heard of I've heard of Paris uh, would you say is it nineteen eighty no, 1889. 1889. Right. Yeah, it's the sequel to what Greenville, 1889. How do you how do you play that game, or what's the game about? Sell it to me. It has like a Dixit mechanic with mm-hmm. cards that have those pictures, and you have to. There's like this big shadow guy trying to eat the whole world or something. I don't know. I don't remember the backstory of the villain. <laughs> so you're racing him to like claim memories and find clues. So one person like does the Dixit cards and you have to guess which location is yours. And if you go to the wrong one, then the bad guy gets something cool. But if you get the right ones, then you can win the game. It's really hard, but I really enjoy it. I love Dixit. And that's, that's something I could probably get my, that's something I could probably give my, like get my wife to play. Yeah. There's like no info on board game geek on it either. Just like, really? Oh, it's like, it's a game. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it sounds interesting, but there's like no pictures. There's like oh, man. no reviews or anything. I Crazy. guess I should put that one on Instagram <laughs> and explain it better. I'm that was kind of a dumb explanation. No, that was a great but... explanation because like you sold me on the Dixit mechanic because if people don't know what the Dixit yeah. mechanic is, you're basically taking a card, giving it to someone, and trying to make them guess the picture. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that I I love that mechanic. That's the mechanic of Mysterium, a Mysterium Park, and and Detective Club. Yes. We have like all those games, so this was just like an insta buy for me. Oh, that'd be an insta buy for me too, along with the new. I haven't Dixit. played Greenville, but there's a new Dixit. Yes. You didn't know? <laughs> Get on it. I'll, I'll send you the link. Yeah, it's coming out very soon. Nice. Do those do those games feel all the same though? Because I know when I first got into board gaming, I went crazy on deck builders, and then I realized they had thirty copies of basically the same game. <laughs> I, I yeah. so I like lesson learned the hard way. <laughs> so so you know mm-hmm. Dixit Dixit's its own thing, right? It's kind of like the original sure. game that spawned everything else, right? You could say that's like Dominion, but right, man, like Mysterium Park takes the mechanic just to an, to another level in my mind yeah. I've, I've heard that i haven't i haven't played that one but it's, i've played dixit several times yeah so if you play dixit and and you probably i don't know you probably you could probably see what group or who you could play with that would enjoy it take that same group and make them play mysterium park and it's just it's just a whole nother level because that's like a co you know it's a co-op game and you're trying to guess the murderer and it is just it is real fun yeah it's really good and mysterium is different enough that it feels like a different game yes and it's that's longer cool. that's- the fact that it's co-op is probably why it doesn't exist in my game group because yeah. my game group is very cutthroat. <laughs> we, we need to destroy each other. Well, like I mean, you might you might like it because it's kind of like like you could pl- so one one person plays the ghost and everybody else. Oh, okay. has so the- if a, yeah, so- if there's a traitor mechanic or something, then I'm in. Well, it sounds like you would play the ghost and then everyone would play yeah. the other people to just kind of like you know make fun of you or whatever. <laughs> Tell you how bad you are at your job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because yeah. as a ghost you're giving them clues based on who they are to try and make them guess specific things yeah nice. with using the dixit and detective mechanic. club has that one person who doesn't know what's going on but is trying to blend in oh that is a traitor mechanic yes yeah that's cool and you have to call him out i think it's really great and it works really well with dixit cards because what <laughs> they're all so weird i think john's ordering them right now 
<laughs> no, I'm just looking them up. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I can't buy any more board games right now. <laughs> we we actually... play those a lot with my husband's family because we cannot play competitive games with them. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should Like, we can, but it's just, like, a different group. Yeah. I'm afraid to bring competitive games home because, like, my wife is, like, she will stab me <laughs> so hard. <laughs> she just, like, she loves beating me at board games. It's, like... Yeah. That's like her love language. She's like destroying me at board games. Her love language is to beat you up in a game. Yeah. <laughs> like we played. She sounds awesome. <laughs> we, we played that uh, Where Am I, Allison and Mad Tea Party. And like I made, I know I added something up wrong somewhere. And she was like, no, this is what happened. And like, whatever. And like changed the equation and like ended up destroying me by like 30, 40 points. Wow. And she was like, ah, and, like rubbed it in my face. So I was like, <laughs> Okay, you won. I get it. Like I knew you won two rounds ago. <laughs> I was trying to win here. Don't don't make me cry. <laughs> I'm not a very competitive person, and I enjoy playing. But if I get into like competitive mode, it's kind of scary. And I'm like, watch out! If I lose, I might drive my car into a barricade. <laughs> not really. I wouldn't. But that was really uh, funny. Oh, Craig. <laughs> guy. I don't have like table rage or anything, but uh, it was that was like an un, unreal amount of table yeah, rage. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like when we were playing Catan Junior with Eleanor, my little niece. She's not used to playing games by the rules and taking turns, and because at her house she could do whatever she wants. Anyway, my son put the pirate on her goat. And she literally flipped the table and threw a tantrum and was freaking out. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, man. Her goats, all she cared about were her goats. Well, so we game. had to have a conversation with her about that. <laughs> I snip that in the bud right now. You cannot so that flip she the table. <laughs> drive your car. Yeah, we're drive your car. Into a bridge railing. Yeah. Uh, that's bad. We know someone who got so angry playing Risk, he drove his car into a bridge railing. You don't want to be that person. That would be like the conversation, I guess. Be that guy. <laughs> yeah. But the second time we played, she did great, and she she didn't freak out or get angry, even though she lost. So it was good. That's good. <laughs> it's good. But it's just really funny to see a three-year-old flip a table. Pretty strong three-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> I would have killed this video that. to physically remove her away from the table. She's going to beat up my son. <laughs> <laughs> I can picture my my youngest kid flipping a table when she's old enough to play games. Yeah, I taught my kids really young, which is good. Yeah, because I don't cheat to lose or cheat to win. <laughs> I always cheat. <laughs> yeah. Matthias, and then you wonder why your gaming group always teams up on you. <laughs> you like, have to take like, him watch... out, or he'll just win. <laughs> It was like watching Bill play Dungeon Mayhem, and I saw him, and he was, like, picking up cards when he wasn't supposed oh, to. Was he? Oh, was Did you see his man. hand? He had, like, nine no, cards I, in his hand. I didn't care. And I was like, are you really trying to cheat at this game that's, like, super easy to, I think, to just I play I think he win? knows he's competitive, so I just, you know, it just is what it is. <laughs> all right, all right. Back to these questions here. <laughs> what were your favorite moments in our last game standing series? I really loved the banter between everybody when you had them on with you, like 
Bridge City Board Gamers was my favorite. Yes. <laughs> when they were on, that was great. And it was funny that, you know, you told everybody to roast all the games, but didn't really feel like a roast. It was more just like, this is why my game should win. And they did a really... They, they all did a really good job. I, I tried to, like, want, I wanted them to trash talk. Yeah. I wanted, like, people to... Yeah. Tra- which they, <laughs> Nobody they all, did. They all swore. I was swore. waiting for it. They all swore. <laughs> they did all swear. <laughs> they're like i don't know it's like it's like when you're like it's like when you teach like little kids a swear word and they're like you know they they say it like i don't know i don't want to swear but <laughs> yeah potato they just, and then they're like potato and they're just like hey, 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 i use the word potato uh yeah so it was really cool to hear them talking about their games Although Dice and Dragons, I agreed that they were like, you could tell they loved that game, but they weren't very enthusiastic about <laughs> promoting it in this little challenge. They, they really wanted to talk about Arnak or Dune Imperium. And I think I just ruined their like day. Cause it's <laughs> their like, hope and dreams. Yeah, because they really love those two games and they I'm pretty sure they wanted to like. They kept them. mentioning that. They kind of like. It was just funny. Yeah, so I kind of sent everyone an email, and I'm like, these are the games I want, but, you know, if you have another game, and they kind of, like, were like, well, we liked choose, you know, they, they kind of, like, hinted they wanted to choose those games, and I'm like, no, yeah. they're too <laughs> <Yeah>. popular. <laughs> like, we know they'll win, right? So I liked Arnak the first two times I played, and then I really didn't like it after that. I only played it solo, and I, I have the same experience. I, I kind of, I like, I saw different mechanics in it, but it just wasn't, Yeah. I don't know. Like, well, the first time I played it, was really excited about it. There was a lot of cool stuff going on, and it was, like, interesting, and I didn't really know what happened, and then the second time I played it, I figured it out, and then I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> so the third time, I was like, yep, I don't like this game at all. Yeah, which is really? Wow. Dune is better, it's just not really my cup of tea, but I like playing it with people who really like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you play with someone who if you play with someone who doesn't have a good time playing it, it's just not gonna be a good game at all. I can see that right away. Well that's every game. <laughs> you know, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. But but Arnak yeah. especially. <laughs> yeah because but I, I don't know Arnak also has solo too and i played a lot of solo of it yeah. i still didn't like it solo i don't know yeah i i actually like I, i'm with you i i really like dune imperium better than arnak i'm, I'm team dune yeah. imperium yeah dune Same. imperium i agree dune imperium is fantastic i don't even know anything about dune i've never read the books or watched the movie but i enjoyed the game yeah the game is so yeah, well I done read the book. and there's an expansion coming out so that's exciting too yep nice. actually for both those games now i think about it. yes yeah, I think Dune One adds some more characters and something else. As a battleship, yes. Did you play both sides of the board of Arnak? I I did, yeah. Yeah, I've only played okay. the one side. I I didn't really see a huge difference. I just the one temple was more complex or something, right? I think that's all it really was. I think it's with higher player count. I think that game is way more interesting. Oh really? That maybe is that's true. maybe that's the fallout there. I don't know because I think but it's a great it game. I, I think it's a great game too, but I just I just think Dune Imperium is better. I think that's just my. <laughs> oh yeah, Dune Imperium. <laughs> Dune Imperium is more of a gamer's game. Where yes. Arnek, I think you could teach to non-gamers pretty easily. Yep, I agree with that. So could so maybe that could have won easily <laughs> the competition, right? Well, that's why I wasn't here. We already heard about this. Yeah. The other thing was the pizza in the backpack. I loved how that was a thing. Like every episode. <laughs> And how they were like, I would put pizza in a backpack, so I don't understand. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've seen Megan. kids put pizza in their backpacks, and it's weird, but they do it. But I relate to John's thinking on that because I do the same thing. Like, one disgruntled comment 
that's kind of weird about a game and i'm like oh yeah no i don't like that game oh really <laughs> for no good reason it's not that I, it's not that i don't like fort it was just like i i just read that one review and Dude, i just, you like, just can't get it out of my head yeah i don't know i don't know yeah, like it's the only thing you think for the ever after yeah. and so every time you see or hear about the game you're like oh that comment i get it <laughs> wow i i try to just not listen to those things <laughs> for a while that game was talked about a ton and then it's kind of yeah. disappeared it disappeared it, so in, in like content creation land it's like a lot of people get the game and then they just review it and it gets like a lot of publicity and then yeah. afterwards they have to move on right i don't yeah. know anybody who owns it we own it yeah. <laughs> okay i know somebody who but owns it <laughs> I, we legit own it we bought it but how often will it hit the table probably not very often uh, we played it a lot just because it was like the first game we streamed for when we started doing Twitch, and then we just played it like two or three weeks ago. It wasn't bad. It wasn't yeah. bad. I actually like Dominion better though. Yeah. So I'd rather play Dominion. So you're right. It's not going to hit the table as much. The way that Megan and Tristan talked about it made me appreciate the game. Like it didn't make me want to go buy it or play it, but it did make me appreciate the game for what it was. Yeah. It, it's cool that they had such a genuine excitement about it. Yeah. Right? I love how much they loved it. And they were actually like being a bulldog in this little competition and they got knocked out. Yeah. They were actually like very angry <laughs> at me because I think I voted their game off. So they were super. So we had like a side chat and they were they were pretty upset. <laughs> I'm like, ah. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it made me wonder if we played the same game because they were so excited about. It. I'm like, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they play the same board I played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Matthias? That was the the thing, the the enthusiasm over some of these games. I was just like, wow, Area Fifty One, like like that girl is just she's crazy. Oh, room, room Fifty One, Room Fifty One. Yeah, Room Fifty One. That's what I said. You yeah. misheard me. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, uh, that's that's Matthew Matthew Melissa. That's what she goes yeah. by. Yeah, they they were just they were so like very into it, which they're, even though I didn't, yeah. I wouldn't ever buy that game, but they they I would game with those two just because they're funny. Yeah, they you you should watch their Twitch stream. That's what they that's what their like bread and butter is, and yeah. they are like they're funny. Like Melissa will always like read the chat and just like make fun of you, which is like super <laughs> really fun. Like I'm I'm on it. I'll go on it occasionally, and and I'll just like say a comment, and they're like, "Oh, Windsor Pizza's here, Windsor Pizza." <laughs> <laughs> they trash me for a little bit. <laughs> I'm just getting hungry. That's funny. The only Twitch stream I've ever watched is your guys's, actually. Oh, man. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good day because there was like a bunch of people on that night. Yeah, there was, was a bunch fun. of people. But yeah, I, I could see that everyone's genuine excitement about the game is pretty sweet. Except for when D Dice and Dragons were, was not totally into their game at first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but they sold it later on. They they like talked it up. They did. They got into was that the, Was that the deck building game? That was, yeah. yeah the space deck building game. Eon's End. Yeah. <laughs> but then you have Matt and John who were like... <laughs> I don't know what this immediately game is. Don't vote out. it off. Yeah. Well, we we went in with like we went in with the idea of just being like funny about it. Yeah. And yeah. Because we knew like it worked. We were just we we kind of knew like our game wouldn't wouldn't make it all the way to the end because that would just be kind of weird if like hey this competition would go and our game wins. <laughs> yeah. I actually was yeah. hoping to vote our game off. I really yeah. was. So that worked out. But yeah, I love Castles of Tuscany. I've actually been wanting to play it. Yeah. Again, so. But I wanted to vote it off the second one because when we did the theme one, 
like I thought her answer mm-hmm. was just hilarious. Like yeah. I listened it to was. it again, I and I like it. I couldn't stop laughing at my own. Like yeah, I do laugh at my own jokes. I really do. It's okay. <laughs> it's funny how you kept talking about how it was a streamlined version of Castles of Burgundy. That was the reason, like, I, because I don't ever read instructions. I have a guy who loves it, because you either love doing that or you don't. Oh, yeah. And I don't. So I have a guy that loves doing it, and I give it to him to, to learn it, because Raven, Ravensburg sent me a copy. And he's like, why would we play this? He's just like, it's an easier version of, of Burgundy. We don't, we don't need <laughs> yeah. to play this. Well, that's why oh. it's good, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's according why I to him, it it's up. not. <laughs> well, I, I think it's like when, I, when, like, you mentioned the gamer's game, right? I think as a gamer, people always want that, like, like more complication to their games, right? Sure. But not he gave it back to me unopened. Game. He's like, this is the same game, just, like, for kids. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. I mean, he's not yeah, wrong. I like the idea of it, but... Yeah. It's like I've had Castles of Burgundy for how long now? And now there's a better version or a <laughs> easier version? Easier version. Of Where was that, you know, 20 years ago? Yeah, Maybe exactly. Why are we going backwards? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe, maybe people will play this one first be like, oh, I want something a little bit more diff- challenging. I hope so. I hope and then so. they go buy Burgundy, yeah. right? I think it's like a one or the other deal. Like, yeah. this is either your cup of tea or Burgundy's your cup of tea. Mm. But they just released, like, the big box version. Oh, Burgundy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I actually own that it. one. Yeah, I own that one. Yeah. I played that one before Tuscany. And I like Tuscany better just because I can explain it a lot quicker. When we played yeah. when we played Burgundy, I felt like we were playing it for a really long time. It does feel like a long time. Tuscany kinda ends quickly. Mm-hmm. So you can get a couple games. We in. play the rolling right now. That's like what we always Oh I love yeah. Grab love when we're rights. in the mood for Cartographers. That. That's one that's my favorite rolling right. It's good. Yeah, the Burgundy Castles of Burgundy, the dice game or something. Is it is that good? I yeah, I like it and I can play by myself in like ten minutes. So Oh that's awesome. Nice. I have the yeah. I have the Catan <laughs> dice game. Man, that one's pretty pretty good. It's fun. Nice. Someone was talking to me about those, and they were like, the dice game's great, and then there's the card game, which I don't know why it exists. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't know there was a card version. Is it Katana card game itself? Don't you have to like trade cards? Yeah, like, what is this? Yeah. I have actually never played a full game of Katan. Really? You didn't yeah. like it, or you just your group didn't want to play it? I, I think it was kind of a game that's already been like overplayed by the time I got into board games, and nobody like, really ever wanted to play it. And so yeah, now it's just a status thing to say I've never played it because that's like the game that got everybody into games. I'm like, nah, I've never played that. It didn't get me into games, but it, it is a good game. I do recommend playing it because especially like some of the newer versions, like the Star Trek one's pretty cool because you, you have like a character card who does abilities. Or, or like, yeah. uh, the, I had the, I played the Game of Thrones one, and that one's cool because like the wildlings just start taking over territories, and then you're you're fighting off people and these wildlings all at the same time. It's it's crazy. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's it's a good version for sure. I've played Catan over two hundred times. Whoa! Wow! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> When and I was and how do up, you feel about it? <laughs> I still play it. Wow! I still play it. We just played the. Star Wars, not Star Wars, Star Trek version, nice. like last month. That's a good one. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about, exactly. Yeah. It's probably it's super good. hard to get, though. The Star yeah. Trek version? Yeah. Like, is it because. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. We bought that, it yeah, for I, my sister, like, when it came out. Because Mayfair used to have that, then Mayfair went under, and then somebody else picked it up, and then it got picked up again. So I don't know who even has it anymore. But that's the only reason why I've, I've played little bits of it, because at Gen Con, you used to be able to like test that game and you collected these ribbons to get a 
game half off. Nice. So oh. that was the only reason I ever played it. Nice. For like five minutes. But now Mayfair's gone. You guys played the Game of Thrones one at Gen Con, right? We did play the Game yeah. of Thrones one at Gen Con, yeah. The board game library. That's where we played it, which was a lot of fun. Okay, so what did we do well? <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with Matthias on this one. What did we do well? You picked very animated guests, so I would I would say that was done well. You didn't vote off the right games at the right time, though, but... <laughs> No, we definitely did not do that well. <laughs> yeah, yeah our, the guests, I actually just reached out to the people we were closest to, and they all happened to be pretty uh, pretty good guests, to be honest. Yeah, they, they were all very, and I'd never heard of any of them, to be honest. So that's cool. Nice. Yeah, Cardboard Conjecture was the only people I'd heard of before, and that's because of you guys. Wow. Yeah, I recommend all of them. Room Room 51 are, are probably our besties. <laughs> but Cardboard Conjecture is awesome. They're They're so fun. I will say, um, if if you if you are interested in Star Trek Catan, you can get it on on Amazon. Oh, really? Yes. I think it exists in our gaming group, but I'm not 100% positive. Fair. I kind of consider my gaming group my basically our open library, so yeah, we only game with each other. There's no reason. Like well, we like when Rising Sun came out, we all kind of got together and realized that we all backed it, and we're like, why did we do that? Because <laughs> we only game with each other. We no lie, there's like nine copies of Rising Sun within our group. <laughs> we're like, that was the dumbest move ever. So now we have a, like a our own private Facebook channel where we're like, okay, I'm backing this, and so nobody else backs it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. I highly recommend everybody do because there's no reason to have 15 copies of one game. Yeah, it's true. In your group. And then you can have more games and exactly more stuff and more room in everybody's library. Yeah, you just yeah you just borrow or trade, right? Yeah, Swap. yeah. It's but we only game with each other, so. Yep. That's kind of how we are too. Yeah, I noticed that you and John do that, so which is smart. Most of the time, unless there's a game that he, we like both really want, like like when I got Arnak, John really wanted Arnak, so. He yeah. bought it, which I tell him he should have just taken mine all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, go sell yours. Just I'll give you my copy, or I'll sell mine. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Buy more games. I don't think it's as hard to get as the other two. Actually, even Dune is pretty out there. I think the Just Dwellings is the hard one to get. Yeah, I think because they were so popular, they became more available. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they were hard to get originally. They were hard to get in right. January, but now they're very easy to get. Not dwellings, though. I don't think. No nope. dwellings. You know, I don't. I don't know. I might have to yeah. like rob. If a you missed that boat, you missed that boat. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Janelle? What did you think we did? We did well. I really liked this idea. I liked that it was hipster games, and I also agree that you got really good people to come on. I think if it was more people, it would be easier to not just vote off whoever's game wasn't involved that week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. But I, it's a lot of work and it, I, it's a lot of scheduling. Yeah. When I think back, I should have had the two people because it, it was just two people by by accident. Like a lot of them, yeah. Yeah, that's just what the, all the content creators were. But when I think back, I should have had them fight on the show for what to vote for. I think that would have been more entertaining. Yeah. yeah. I think I think the the original idea was supposed to we were supposed to do like were, were we gonna do like a Twitch thing we were or gonna like do a Twitch or something yeah so it was actually gonna be like a Twitch stream everyone would have been on the show at the same time yeah that would be cool <laughs> it would have been but man it is it was hard That's enough to get everybody to send in their content all at the same time <laughs> like there's yeah. no way we're gonna get together like, yeah scheduling I think if you did it again you should you should allow us like on Instagram to vote. Like you should at the end of the show, okay, we'll let yeah. you know who won next next week. Like an Instagram their... boat. Yeah. 
I agree with that. Let your fans vote instead of then you would know. Then you would know the actual winner as opposed to just how something (laughs) got there at the end. I I agree with that one hundred percent. I think we definitely should do that next time. Yeah, we definitely should have the we definitely should have the listeners involved more in some sort of way. Definitely should keep doing this. This is really awesome. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I'll rig it to make it win whoever I want to win, but. You're just going to get a bunch of bots, Matthias. You're just like having them like, vote. Create, create an army of our evil jerks to just vote the way I wanted to vote. Nice. Man, why is Castle Panic winning the game of 2021? <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Okay, is there anything you, is there anything either of you hate? Kind of the, the voting was a little bit complicated. Bad. Yeah, it could have been better. Yeah. I agree. And I think Matthias gave a good, I think both of you gave a good suggestion, right? Like to have the audience yeah. more involved. What yep. about you, Matthias? What did you hate? Lay it into me. What did I hate? I wasn't a big fan of how certain games got voted off and how a dice checker won. <laughs> she just hated the whole series. Then. <laughs> dice checker shouldn't have even been in the one of the best games of 2020. That's that shouldn't be a thing. So, so like as a note, I think three of the games were no, four of the games were basically like remakes. Right, yeah. Rallyman GT. Yeah, that's yeah. Fort was Fort's actually another game. You could look it up on Board Game Geek. I don't know yeah. what the other game is. Reimplemented. Yes, and then Aeon's End was also well. Aeon's End was it's just an expansion, right? So it's there's like an expansion. There's like fifty of those. <laughs> there's so many. <laughs> there's there's like like if you get the campaign boxes, there's like five, six maybe. But yeah, there's yeah, a like lot. I said. <laughs> okay, and then Castles of Tuscany was. Tech Castles of Burgundy, right? So the only real yeah. original game on that whole list was Merv. <laughs> I mean, it almost won. It did, yeah, it did. I have no interest in that game either. <laughs> yeah. But it it is gorgeous, and I do love the idea of it. Yeah, it's a game you have to play like over and over and over. I think that's yeah. from can't just play well, you you get you need somebody who's really like like you said, that's really into the rules and wants to teach it and stuff like that. Cause yeah. I would look at that rule book and say, Nope. And just, it would sit on my shelf forever. <laughs> yeah. The rule yeah, book like is like we could super play it with cardboard conjecture. <laughs> yeah. They should, they should have teaching sessions. There we go. There you go. It's on TTS. I so. still feel like it's just long. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you have to set like three to four hours know. for it, uh, especially on TTS. You have to set like a tabletop Gosh. simulator. You have to set like an hour per person. That's what we and noticed. then add half an hour for me messing everything up. <laughs> just add another half an hour. I don't mind a long game if it's fun, but if it's That's just true. a rule, rules and rules and rules yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, it's it's rules inception that game for sure. But uh, you know, it's one of the games where, like I said, you have to play it several times only because the rules have rules, and it doesn't make sense until you understand everything after a second or third play. You right. know, you nailed it on the head when you said that was a problem with Root. Like that's why I didn't like Root so much either. Yeah. Because in Root you have to you have to know every character because yeah. each character is different, and you're just like, well, yeah, too it's much. The same reason I didn't get on the Merchant Cove train. Yes, Merchant Cove is another one. Yeah, it's man, it's hard. It, like Root, I really enjoyed it when I started playing it solo because then that taught me how to play the game mm-hmm. properly. And the merchant codes I haven't I haven't touched yet. Yeah, when you played it solo, did you play it like online solo? No, I played it I played it all board. I played it all I have like the clockwork expansion 
the original one. Okay, because I know they have it. They have an app, so I was wondering. Well, they have it on Steam, so I was wondering if it would. Because I do know sometimes when I play games on Steam oh. that I learned. Oh wow, I've been playing this game wrong the whole time. <laughs> I have done the same thing. Savior, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the root, the root on Steam is actually awesome. I actually watched Room Fifty One play it, and yeah, it was really good. But the only thing is, they don't have all the expansions for it yet. So that's the only thing I would I would complain about because the the new expansions are really good. The one with the moles. Mm-hmm. and the uh, birds i think those are like super good like it's a really good expansion what else did you hate though <laughs> uh, what else did i hate mm. see how i turned that back <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm easily entertained i don't know that i hated any there wasn't enough like smack talk okay yeah definitely definitely could have used more of that rules of it rules of entry smack talk ability yeah i think that's what happens like most of us were canadian so i think that's just what happens you get a bunch of canadian people together it's really hard to like you you need to add an american then (laughs) that was room 51 (laughs) 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 which is why they're like like they're they're really they're really good at like high energy and and, uh sure like you don't have to be mean to people but you should be able to be like nope this is why this game is going down so i think that would have been better if we if we did that as like a video thing where we're all kind of together yeah yeah oh that would be good too it would have worked better because like i can understand not wanting to smack talk yeah yeah it's hard though it's just so hard to get everyone together i think that's it's it's on me that's okay it's on me this is our 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 first run in it so we can figure it out do some different things next time yeah 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 i smack talk and everything i play It was a good first go. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. I guess the, the next question is like, what did we do wrong? We just kind of answer all that. Yeah. Right. But I guess on the, on the other hand, what could we improve on in the game? And I think I, I think we hit some of those. We kind of hit at some of those. Like, you know, we should get the audience more involved. 100% agree with that. Yeah. Like have them vote on our social media platforms, combine the votes together. Yeah. If you knew what games were you were going to have, you could release those early too so we could play them. Oh, yeah. That was so that's actually so Canada. So, okay. So I'm just going to full disclosure, I ripped this this idea <laughs> from yeah. uh, something called Canada Plays. And Canada Reads. Canada Reads. Yeah. Sorry. Every time you said that, I thought you were saying Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> Confused. Yeah, I was we. was like, what the heck does Keanu Reeves have to do we with We stole anything? this from Keanu Reeves. Well, he's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Yes. But I was like, what did he do that was so amazing? And then John started explaining it. And I was like, oh, Canada Reeves. Canada Reeves. Sorry. I guess I'm like mumbling. Yeah, Canada Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> It was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. So Every I, time. I ripped it. I ripped off the whole idea from that. And when Canada reads, Canada reads, there we go, does it. <laughs> they actually release the books. I think it's like three or four months ahead of time so that all the readers can read ahead and then listen to the show. Right. So yeah. that is definitely an amazing idea. We definitely should do that next time. So we have to start planning it now. We, I am actually going to. <laughs> and maybe like audience input on the list like what do you think should be on this list i i actually did do that on twitter which is why a bunch of the games yeah the bunch of the games were actually on the original list came from a lot of people who i said hey what do you think is the best game of 2020 and i actually got like honey buzz and i got rallyman gt i got four i actually had a bunch of those on there honey buzz is a good game i forgot about that one it is a good game yeah it's one of the games that just gets like 
you know, no one, no one remembers it. You no know? one knows about it. Right. Yeah. I looked up on um, Board Game Geek because I was like, I don't really remember what came out in 2020. Well, over 4,700 games came out in 2020. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, what the heck? Yeah. I. But then, so w- with that list, I actually you can order it by number of plays, and that's kind of what I did to help choose uh-huh. it. And then I, you can you can go to advanced search, which if you click on the search, click on advanced, it lets you choose 2020 to 2020, and then you can narrow down things like. It has to have so many ratings, like 300 yeah, ratings. Yeah, that's what I... Oh, well, I did 2020 to 2020, and it had to be a base game, and I still got 4,700 games. Yeah, there... there... <laughs> yeah, there's there a lot. There was one called Cows in My Pants, oh. <laughs> and there was one that was about potatoes on bicycles. I, I wish someone would recommend that. I wish a, I wish a content creator would have <laughs> chose that. I would have been like, yeah, it's on. Let's do it. I have no idea what what they are, but they were there, and I was like, "Oh, I'm, this is impossible. I'm never gonna get through this." So I just had to remember things. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yes, we should get more audience involved. Yes, we definitely should release the list ahead of time, which is why I actually think I have to start planning the next one like today. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it's hard to know what's coming out in 2021, though. So, mm, well, okay. So let's let's let's. I guess this next question involves what we're talking about. So if we did a last game standing again, what would you want done differently? Who would you want to see on it? But also like, you know, do we have to do the same theme? Like I did best games of 2020. No, uh, we could we do something different. Yeah. You should do like best, card best game. classic game that people haven't played in forever. Boom. Yeah. What, that one. What were you going to say, Janelle? Like card games. Yeah. Deck builders or Talk like, games. or like, what's the best? Like, I don't know. Wow, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. But you, that kind of, you yeah. can get dexterity games. Pitch car is better than Rally Man. <laughs> oh, it's another one. Yeah, Justin said that too. John, John's writing to me. Uh, he says, best classic game you haven't played. Oh, he's writing down these ideas. Yeah. I yes. get it what he's doing. Yeah. That's as far as you I You could also do like best games nobody can buy. Yeah. Oh, dwellings of Elder right. <laughs> 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 Well, yeah. and like. Palaces of Carrara and Pitch Car is really yeah. hard to get a hold of. Yeah, that's what so. Justin was, I on that episode Justin was saying I didn't like go to a dark alley to barter with someone. Yeah, I saw gun. Pitch Car Mini for sale and I was like, Oh I should pick it up, but I didn't and then I went oh, back and it was gone. I was like, yeah. dang it. <laughs> but yeah, so we could we could do a theme. We could honestly do a theme. Like it doesn't have to it could be like what's the best Euro game mm-hmm. of all time. I do really like the best hipster game of, you know, the year. Yeah, I, I would do idea. that again, but that would probably be like 2021 next year. And of course, there's going to be no yeah. games this year because of shipping container problems. So <laughs> I just got that Dice Miner game and it's like a year and a half late. <laughs> but I didn't care. It's, it's, I got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're finally getting them. But man, it's just like, it just feels so bad. Yeah. If people don't know, the shipping containers have quadrupled in price so shipping is super expensive now right yeah so what what would you have done differently or is there someone you want to see on the show i don't know throw it at me you should, should throw redford on the show oh yes <laughs> redford redford rant yeah. Redford. <laughs> yeah we'd have to do video for that i feel that's true yeah nobody would everybody like what yeah. <laughs> yeah, they know. Yeah, he's a. We're like we, we like every every minute. We're like he's a puppet. By the way, he's a puppet. <laughs> yeah, he's a little red puppet. So when he talks about certain things, well, if you didn't know who Redford was, right, then right. It, he wouldn't make a whole lot of sense not on camera. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'd have to like I don't know. There'd have to be some sort of visual component to our podcast. I don't even know how that would work. We would just have to do video. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Or you could do a mini one with just Redford, like on Instagram. Yeah. So go to the government, 
be like, hey, this is our idea. Get a grant <laughs> to get this yeah. on national television. By the way, John says this every episode. <laughs> fly, fly in some American guests. And, rent some uh, hotels. Rent some hotels. We could do it. Windsor Pizza for everybody. You guys, you guys are better than like 85% of what's on TVs. Thank you. I'm down. Like, can we get that in writing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, was her, that was her statement, not mine. Just so, <laughs> <laughs> just so clear. <laughs> That's funny. Do you have something nice to say there, Matthias? Uh, are we better than ninety percent or thirty uh, percent? Maybe, maybe maybe thirty. Thirty. I'll take the thirty. Take there, there's a lot of good stuff on Netflix. It's true. It's true. So Redford Rants. Anyone else? What do you, What else do you want to see? I'm trying to think. I think it would what be fun for you to have game casters on there. I yeah. think they'd be oh, good at casters, this. I, yeah. I think it would be fun to do like have like the game casters group. Like have a from, yeah. the, from the network. Natalie and Jeff and Ryan. Yeah, get a bunch of people from there. That could be like another another set of people. Yeah, because date night dice, Ben and Emily would be really fun too. Oh yeah, they would be fun. And they actually live not too far from us. Oh really? Yeah. Live... Oh yeah. yeah, they live in Michigan. They're, yeah, they live in yeah. Uh, Michigan, yeah. Yeah. Well it's far, but couple hours but <laughs> i i really want to do it in person with people but it's hard right yeah covid causing us problems right. <laughs> not in america we're done with that crap <laughs> <laughs> that's Try what i heard crazy. we're getting there we're getting there too we're getting that's there too. <laughs> oh man do you think we should have people on who know nothing about board games do you think that would be fun like, Ooh, like your dad like no like i reach out to some celebrities i don't know how this would ever happen oh. but <laughs> celebrities who know nothing about board games so everybody you talk to they're gonna be like you mean monopoly yeah <laughs> everyone's choosing monopoly yeah. <laughs> like, we should try to get celebrity guests on each episode it would be funny to hear somebody trying to defend monopoly against like real games <laughs> oh oh that's not a bad idea right there yeah it could be fun or yahtzee or i don't even know oh all of those garbage ones. <laughs> Another dice checker. I don't think that's his garbage or Monopoly, but I mean. We just like we just like get a group of people like celebrities, and we're like we give we give all the other people like the real list, and then we just give the celebrity like Monopoly, Yahtzee, was <laughs> sorry, trouble. <Yeah>. Like... <laughs> when your wife was praising Cranium, I was like, no. Or... <laughs> <laughs> You like Cranium? I don't. But oh, actually okay. hearing her explain it that way, I was like, oh, I get it now. Now it makes sense. It's all like, honestly, it's all like people love board games because of the experience they have with people. And that was an experience she mm -hmm. had with her family, right? So that's yeah, why she Yeah, and I could it. see like in college with friends, Cranium would make sense. Oh, it was like the only board game that was available back then. It was it's like that or risk. I mean, I know. I grew up with this too. Yeah. It's I like, like, didn't play games with anybody except my family because I'd be like, ooh, we're going to play Castles of Burgundy. And people would be like, what? They're like, excuse me? Yeah, we're going to get pizza and watching a movie. And I'd be like, well, fine. I'll play by myself. Aww. Which you could. So that was good. Yeah. So I just stopped asking people. But yeah. if I had had party games, probably would have been a different story. Yes. Yes. And the party game, party games are amazing nowadays. Like people are missing out. Yeah. Have you played Donner Donner Dinner Party? Because no. that is a good time. Donner, yeah. Donner. You're trying to dinner party. You're trying to figure out who the cannibal is. Oh wow. <laughs> that is a good time. Nice. Sounds fun. Nice. Yeah, it's it's a 
It's a blast. Yeah, Unusual Suspects is my number one played game last year. Oh. <laughs> it's old though. Yeah, but like Herd Mentality and Masterword, they came out last year. They were really good. They were. There was actually a bunch. Like I guess Hughes and Cues is like I liked Hughes and Cues a lot. Oh, that's true. That one. I liked it until I played it with certain people, and then I hated it. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> but yeah, Hughes and Cues, Masterword. I feel Dice Tower actually had their awards, so they they had like five amazing party games listed all right well now that we know that last game standing is the best thing everyone's ever listened to <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely going to do it again and we're going to figure out how to make it even better next time nice. i'm excited for it and i hope you're excited too on that note let's flip the table and both of you can ask us some questions you want answered who wants to start what game got it got you into gaming like what was your gateway game i know i think i know what john's gonna say John's going to recap the story. You know, I'm going to do John, and John, you're going to do me. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is the weirdest statement I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> you need to edit that one out. It made sense in my head. <laughs> it made sense to me. <laughs> yeah, me, me and Janelle are thinking on the same page here. It's math brain. John's going to say dead a winner because he didn't really know board games were that complex until he came to my house, until I invited him over. We, like... We hadn't seen each other in a long time, and we went to a comedy show together. I invited him over to play board games. We were playing Dead of Winter, and it just blew his mind how good that game was. Right. Am I right? Nice. Yes. Yes. What Yours? Magic the Gathering? <laughs> 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 okay, look. I, I've been in and out of Magic. So Magic has been just something I've been in and out of for a long time, but I wouldn't say that's my board game. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't count that as a. I wouldn't count that as a board yeah. game. Yeah, I don't think Magic the Gathering, like you guys said earlier, it's its own thing. It's not really. Yeah, yeah, I agree. In the realm, I know it, it kind of. It was before board games. Yeah, yeah, I know we've had this discussion before. Yeah, I, I really, I really don't know to be honest. All right, I'll help you out. Yeah, basically, it started when I tried to like. I started researching games to play on Fridays. So we used to play right. a lot of video games or watch movies on Fridays before. And one of my friends, so when I started my new job, I started talking to one of my friends and she used to work Gen Cons. So she actually oh, yeah. recommended oh, okay. Ticket to Ride to me. Oh yeah. Bye. So, so, and then from Ticket to Ride, I started, I started looking up Will Wheaton's tabletop and that got me into Kings in New York. And so it was like Kings in New York, Ticket to Ride. And there's one other game in there. Wasn't it Epic Spell Wars? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then before that, I kind of saw this one game that really drew my attention and I bought it because I knew my wife would love playing it. And that was Machi Koro. Nice. So that was kind of like the real start. And then meeting my, fr and then meeting my, one of my really good, one of my best friends right now, she basically like got me into the whole board gaming thing through her Gen Con experiences. Cool. So, yeah. Nice. So you haven't been in the board game super long then. Not really. No, maybe like, wow. How many years has it been? Two plus maybe like seven or eight years. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And then mag like I mean I, I you know I have like a <laughs> I basically play a ton of magic so I played that for a long time but that just helps with rules. Magic is really good but I, you just have to chuck so much money at it to be any good. You know you know what we used to and then as kids we used to spend more money and then when we grew up we actually just printed <laughs> hopefully Wizards of the Coast doesn't kill me but we used to just we used to just print paper and stick it in card sleeves and that's how we'd make our decks that way yeah. we didn't have to pay for anything but the card sleeve and the cards you put in and paper what about you what about you two we'll throw that question at you two what game what games really got both of you 
your your gateway into gaming? Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Wow. Yeah, it's it's a super old game. Like nowadays, people wouldn't even look at it because the components are just like boring. They're just like cubes and stuff. But it is it is a really really good game it where you're great. just developing your plantation and stuff. But I played that once and I'm like, I gotta have this game and been hooked ever since. Nice. And then I played a deck builder and I was like, deck builders are the greatest. And I bought like every single deck builder out there. And <laughs> what what deck builder? That was, was that? that was the biggest mistake that I've ever made. And I'm telling every new every person getting into gaming, do not do that. Don't yeah. Like what 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 deck builder was that, by the way? What 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 was what was the one you played that got you to buy all of them? Oh, to be honest, and it's a terrible one. It was it was a Star Trek one, <laughs> and it's it's not even that good. But it it was just the the whole deck building thing was such a new concept, and it yeah. was just fun buying your cards every time. I was like, this is awesome. And then I went Dominion crazy, oh, and I Dominion's bought all three great, of the though. Star Treks. Nice. Dominion is great. I bought all the Lord of the Rings, and wow. and then you know, and then I was playing, and I'm like, wow, these are all the same game. <laughs> I've got multiple copies of the same game. So, yeah. What about you, Janelle? I've been playing board games my whole life. So, as a little, little kid, we played Black Box, Mastermind, Connect Four, Battleship. And then we had all the standard, like, back then, bog standard board games. But we'd make up our own games with them because we thought they were pretty dumb. (laughs) So, did you just continue on from that? Like, did that just become... Yeah. We've just always played. And so it's like, I remember when Catan came out and how wow. exciting that was. Wow. Yeah. I think I've played that terrible Star Trek deck builder. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say like Catan for me too, because my wife and I played at uh, a friend's house, for like a dinner party. We played Catan and then we went and bought, bought the game afterwards, but we didn't realize it wasn't uh, a two player game. So we bought it and it's like, through, yeah. so we never really played it after we bought it. So, oh well. Sad, yeah. it's a great game. Yeah. Bonanza was another one that we played a lot. Classic. I don't know, I just kept going. And Castles of Burgundy was the first big boy game I bought all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, I just always done it, I guess. Bonanza is a game that is very underrated. Every time I it teach is. that game, everybody loves it. But so people good. will people will just pass it by because it kind of looks dumb. Or it looks like a little <laughs> kid game. But art is not my favorite. No, but but it's it's such a good game. It is. We have all the expansions, and wow. we've honestly never used them. I've I've never played any of the expansions. <laughs> don't buy. I don't. It. I don't think it needs it. No, it doesn't. Some of them sounded pretty cool, but I've only ever tried them by myself, and it's just don't do it. Matt and John, have you played Bonanza? No, I have not. I've not. But now oh. I think John's buying it. Oh no. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. It, you definitely need more than two people to play it, but it is. Yeah. It is a super good game every time i teach it like i actually just taught it in our little over weekend getaway not long ago and everybody loved it nice that's funny that that guy brought that up because my group's been doing that for years renting a cabin and gaming for the whole weekend yeah i think that's i think that's amazing oh really i think that's amazing i think it's just like that's what people should do but like growing up nobody really played board games or knew what they were you know they had the, the dumb ones or they just didn't and so it was just family and friends together and go play board games all weekend because it was really otherwise we're just playing with us right sweet so janelle what question do you have for us did you send the winning game a trophy <laughs> i did not send the winning game a trophy yet <laughs> Uh, I think we have to send the publisher a trophy or something. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a certificate even in the post would be funny. No, I think like a giant annoying trophy that they have to put together. <laughs> They'll have no idea what it is. Like what the hell? <laughs> it's going to say like you are not the worst game. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. 
I also so your FOMO episode is like one of my favorites, and the the one where you talk about Everdell. Do you think that quarantine has affected that? Oh man, my I I don't know if it's fear of missing out, but my board game collection like grew so much during quarantine. I don't know if it was just like actually I do know I was very stressed out this year. <laughs> And I'm a very big stress buyer. And the problem is <laughs> problem is my wife is too. So we've been like both amassing giant amount giant amounts of things. Yeah. And it's been insane. So I don't know if there's games I'm sort of like had a FOMO over. I think it was just like I just saw it and needed it at that moment and just yeah. like bought it. I think we're seeing a lot more than we would otherwise too. Yeah. I don't know about because you. Because my collection also like exploded. Hmm. And it kind of sucks because I think that if COVID wasn't a thing or like quarantine hadn't been happening, I wouldn't have bought half the games I did because like I would have tried them at a cafe or played them at a friend's house or something else. Yeah, Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I bought that I was like, I need to have that. Yeah. Like, is there more FOMO because of COVID? Well, there's definitely be more FOMO now that the shipping containers are going <laughs> oh. up by like five times. Everyone's yeah. gonna be like, "I better just get any game now because there's gonna be no games." And yeah. like, actually, six now months. now that I think about it, I did back when I backed Wonderland's War by Skybound Games. I only backed it at the dollar level, and then I kept it there for a very, very long time. And then I was like, you know what, Bill? You know, I know Bill backed it, mm-hmm. but he he doesn't come to all the game nights anymore. So I was like, well. I probably won't see Bill every time. So I ended up doing like getting the base game. And then I was like, well, I don't, I want all the miniatures. So then I upgraded to the miniature one. And then like, do they I, make noise? No, <laughs> not uh, worth it. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, well, if I have the miniatures and I like hummed and hawed over like everything about the chips, the upgraded chips and like the last minute, like the day the uh, pledge manager was closing, I upgraded the chips. Nice. So I have like the entire game. So I think that's probably the only thing where I was like, I feel like I need all that, and I probably won't. But I mean, at this point, I've already spent that money, and they'll probably ask for more money to send the shipping container over. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or they'll is. come out with a game game mat, and you suddenly have to throw thirty more dollars at it for the game mat. <laughs> See, I don't have any space yeah. places to put game mats, so I have been really good with not buying those. Oh, but they're so nice. I know. <laughs> yeah. Every time I'm at a convention, I'm, I always get jealous of the game mats I have on the table. But oh, I love game mats. Yeah, I was gonna buy one at Pack South, but I don't. I forget. I forgot to. Conveniently, though. Yeah, it's good. We didn't have any room in our suitcases after trying to go home after that. That's true. <laughs> so then, do you think that there's like more of a high in just buying a game versus like having a new game to play? Oh, there is a huge high in buying yeah. like a game, uh, and, it, and it definitely has to do with fear of missing out. Because you're like, oh, I got this game, and this is great. Like, like I look at my shelf. And I have I have a bunch of games on there that I'm like, oh, this game, I'm so excited to get it, but I never actually, it's still sitting there. Yeah, I think I think for us yeah. in Canada, it might be a little bit different because we don't see games as quickly as mm-hmm. the U.S. does. So, you know, we have to pre-order our stuff, you know, as it comes out in the U.S. and we don't see it for months later, hence why we don't have Dwellings of Eldervale yet. What other, what other, there's a recent game too, I've heard, wasn't it like Bonfire you just got? Well, Bonfire I got because they're waiting for the reprint of Monikers, Monikers to send yes. me my package all together, right? Right. So. Have you started reading the rules on that? On Monikers? Or on... No, Bonfire. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's no rules in Monikers. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of rules to Bonfire, too. I I handed that off to yeah. my buddy. Yeah. I was yeah. like, no, 
Oh, on our table right now, we have Beyond the Sun and uh, Cryo. Okay. Cryo, which Cryo is ready to go, and then I'm going to set up Beyond the Sun tomorrow. Nice. So, yeah, that should be fun. Yeah, you'll miss all the, you'll get all the rules I missed. Yeah, together we should have everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is like an interesting downside to this hobby of like, you never quite know if you don't buy it now if you're going to be able to get it later. And that's really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. That, it, it, even when you look at like the Dice Tower Awards, which hint, hint, that'll be our next episode. It's interesting because like this is probably the first year that I've actually played most of the games. But I'm also like, these other games, I don't even think I could get. Right. Yeah. Like, Oh, oh Nid of Valir was another one that was available in the United States in, like, January, February. We didn't get for, like, four months later. Right. But, yeah, it's it's tough. It's just, like, like and it's hard to know, too. Like, you're relying on content creators to kind of lead you to the games, but you don't know how true to those games they are. Yeah. You have to find people you trust, definitely. Yeah. People who will give honest opinions and not just praise everything. That's hard, too, though, because you don't... Because if you, like, trash a game, then other companies right. see it, and then they're like, oh, no, you we're not going to send a game to that guy. Yeah. So yeah. on my page, if you ever see me just post the game, like, I just tried this game and don't talk about it, it's a it. good sign to not buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I just tell you how it's played and that's it, don't get it. Yeah. But if, if you see it on my stories and stuff, then I really liked it. Yeah, we, we're the we, same way. We actually stopped asking companies to send us stuff yeah i did too because i got bombarded we got bombarded yeah. and we were just we were we weren't playing games for like us so now we're at the point right. where it's like we're just buying games that we want and like obviously if someone wants to send us stuff we are happy to, to i say it. no you say yes i, I you know <laughs> i say i only say yes to, to certain certain people certain yeah. people now but yeah i just got to the point where it was like it was too much like all at once and I just want to be genuine with what we're excited about. And even if it's something we're not excited about, we always try to find something. Who it's for. Who it's for. Yeah. You know, we might not like it, but if you like, you know, if you're in college and like prank calling people, <laughs> you'll like this game, you know, like I'm, I, you know, I'm in my mid, my late thirties, right? I don't need to call prank call people. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The right. hard to, I deal with a lot of, I deal with a lot of independent like makers and it's like this is their first project or something and you just like because this is their dream and you're just like this is garbage dude <laughs> you need to yeah you need tough. to just watch this yeah I, I got a game like that now the guy's waiting for a review and i'm just like this is the no, <laughs> this, no. <laughs> like, this I, isn't even a game like what's wrong with you <laughs> i wish there was a better better communication of where you could give constructive feedback and they wouldn't take it so personally yeah that's because there yeah. are good ways to say the negative things and there are good ways to review things you don't like but there isn't really a good way to tell someone that their game is bad like that it's just a mess yeah. um, i would love like, to be meaner on my page oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean sometimes like well, i'll never forget when it was on uh, a facebook board game group and someone posted a game I forget what it was, but it was like something to do with like the pandemic and they posted, they were like super stoked about it. everyone's like, no, too soon, man. Like this isn't a joke. People are dying. Oh, blah, 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 it was blah, at blah, the blah. very beginning of the pandemic and it was like something with COVID. Not- wasn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. And they, they like deleted, they deleted everything. Like yeah. their whole web presence is gone now. So I guess, yeah, there's, there's ways to do it, but I don't know. It's tough. Cause you don't want to hurt 
I mean, you don't want to hurt people's feelings, but uh, especially right. if they're small publishers. But I think if they, if you're going to make something, you need to be open to that con- constructive criticism because not yeah. everyone's going to love your game. So Fossilis is the most broken thing I've played in a really long time. And I like play test games with my brother. Mm-hmm. And that's like, okay, it's fully produced and put out, but it is so broken. Wouldn't they have rather released something good? I don't know. It's still on my shelf because it's so beautiful, but we have to like house rule it to death it's not the same game oh wow well and that might just come from them not playtesting it enough or them not getting yeah. the right feedback from it or maybe they ignored i have no idea and i don't like want to rip on them or anything but it's yeah. so bad what was the game again fossilis it was I really popular and i people were reviewing it i guess i see it because i had this experience <laughs> but people would review it and i'd be like we didn't play the same thing <laughs> and I'd reach out to try to talk to them, and they'd be like, well, we didn't really play it. Or they'd be like, oh, I don't snap. know what you're yeah. talking about. Oh, snap. Whoa. Yeah. Like, That's not good. Sometimes when you say stuff, even if it's honest, like I had a lot of beef with Rising Sun, mm-hmm. and I kind of posted some of my beefs, and even Jamie Stegmaier replied on my thing. He wasn't too happy with me, so I was just like, okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll back off a little bit. But yeah. the, the upgraded components on that game were awful mm-hmm. and, I, and i was griping about them because you like the colors were so dead on with each other that you couldn't tell them apart mm-hmm. so you had all these cubes that were on the board but everybody had to pick up their cube and hold it up to the light to see what the color was and it was just it was terrible and the game is just not good i mean wow. sometimes but, games aren't good <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's frustrating. when you're that big of a company you, you should just relax a little bit i mean yeah. <laughs> you, you, sold, you sold a bunch of them dude get off get off my thread <laughs> Well, Jamie's a good guy. If a couple of people don't like it, doesn't mean everyone's going to hate the game, right. right? Like, there's haters and lovers of every game. I think there was a lot of people griping about the components, and I think he was tired of hearing it. But <laughs> somebody also somebody also got on my thing and tagged him and asked him what the deal was. Oh, no. <laughs> so, and then he kind of got really defensive on my page, and I'm like, dude. And he's like, the cubes don't matter. It makes no difference. And I'm like, they, they yeah. kind of matter. <laughs> he probably got but, too much flack. He's such a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He Normally, gets... he's totally fine with that kind of thing, but yeah, he says he's fine with criticism, but <laughs> I, I mean, know, he, he wasn't is. that night. Yeah. I must have caught him on a bad night, but <laughs> no. well, Red Rising is his like it, the game he's always wanted to make, right? So maybe he just maybe. Like, yeah took it personal. Yeah, and that's why it's frustrating to me, like to play test really good games, and but I can go to the shop and buy like thirty bad ones. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't recommend that one. <laughs> I actually just okay. played it the other week. It's it's okay. It's not it's not I don't know. It, it doesn't feel like a Stonemaier classic, unfortunately. That was another No, it's just there's there's way too many cards and you have to rely yeah. on cards to come up and they just don't because there's 50 billion cards. I didn't even yeah. think the game I didn't I don't want to rip into it too much. I don't want Jamie to hate me hate on me. But oh. <laughs> but uh, oh, it's- I, I hates me, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think the game like I didn't see how the cards really played into the game at all. Or, or yeah. like or like the cards played into like the books. Sorry, I didn't really like see it. I never read the books. I, I think the card work is beautiful. Oh my god, the card I mean, work the is card. amazing. But I just I just yeah. didn't like I didn't understand like how like I didn't read the books either, but I didn't really understand why this was a game. Like it just reminded me of Love Letter. It reminded me of a very complicated version of Love Letter. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, there were there were literally colors that didn't even come through the deck. There's so many yeah, cards. Yeah, I saw just... that. I'm like, oh, you need a blue. And I'm like, I don't have any blue on the table. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it just... It, it's just, yeah, it just didn't work. Yeah, I could see it being a better game with a lot more people, but it sounds like, I think you did, you probably played it with a bunch of people, right? We played it at four, oh, and okay. it still just wasn't, I don't know. Sorry, Jim. Jim Gamer on, YouTube, on Instagram, he gave a really good review of that game, and I wish I could remember what he said, because he mentioned some of those things and how he made it good, like, with the game. By oh. playing a different game? <laughs> Putting everything on the shelf? Like how he enjoyed the Here's game. how you make this good. We're just going to yeah, put this know. away. <laughs> Break Pull out his better side. game called Viticulture. It was, was a good review. But I didn't get on the Red Rising train at all. Like I, That was yeah. the other game I just wrote off. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to play it because it was a Stonemeyer game, but I don't know. It just, yeah. it just didn't feel as good as the other games and it's weird too because people people said they didn't like pendulum as much but i actually love pendulum so i don't yeah, know i thought pendulum was okay that's yeah. pretty good i just I, I he's one of those guys where i see a lot of reviewers they just love 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 his games no matter what well, they're just like, like fan they're like yeah. fan people they're like fanboys. yeah and i'm right? like yeah. like no that game sucked like you can be honest like <laughs> it's okay <laughs> yeah not people not everything's about... a home run, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. People ask me about Scythe a lot because they're like, "You have an unpopular opinion of this game. Can you talk to me?" And then they're like, "Yeah, I feel the same way." But how come no one else is saying this? <laughs> uh, I'll be honest with you, I actually don't really like Scythe. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 thank you. I can't stand it. <laughs> I actually, really don't a... like it. Like I, I played. It's weird because I actually like Tapestry, but we play with a group who did not like it, so I understand why people don't like it. And then I played Scythe a bunch of times solo and i'm like i actually don't like this game yeah. i actually think it's not very good i played it a lot of times because the first the bountiful board gamer on instagram i used to work with his wife he mm -hmm. taught me scythe and i was like okay this because they love it so much and i was like okay this is cool i can figure this out i played it like 15 more times and i was just like it's never gonna get better. It's never gonna be good. This is not. Here's my here's game. my view on Skype. And every time I every time I say this, people agree with me. It is a four player solo game. Everybody's playing a solo game together. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Well, just... Yeah. So and it there's no conflict because it's way too costly to do any conflict. It's just it's I'm like yeah. You have to fight not... somebody to get a star, but like you can do something weird in the corner of the board. Yeah, like it's just I, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't I get mean, the pop. You got I these did... awesome mechs and you can't use them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, the mech. Yeah, I did the mech have a good sweet. time playing with those guys because they loved it so much. And but it's not an engine building game. Everyone says it is. I'm like, this is not an engine builder. This is like a race game. Which is yeah, it's a race. It's a it. territorial. Yeah, it's, it... a control, it's like area control. That's what it is to me. But it's like not. It doesn't really matter how much <laughs> territory you, you have. Yeah, it just yeah. And it's when a four-player solo game. Stealing all your resources, and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> what is this? <sighs> I don't know. I just I couldn't figure it out. I'm happy that it's well loved, but I not I don't like it. It looks really cool on the table, though. Yeah, it's yes, too bad you're not actually beautiful. fighting. <laughs> 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 but my little scythe, I really like. I, I played that at Gen Con and I enjoyed it, but I didn't buy it. Yeah, I, I had the game and I played it with my kid once and we I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. My kids are a little bit older, so they, they get into it. It's really fun. Nice. Fun. Cool. One more question for you guys. Sure. Go for it. 
if you could give everyone else on the planet except you a superpower, what would it be? Everyone except me? Yeah. Wow, that's... <laughs> oh, man, that's a hard... I want a superpower. <laughs> I don't even know what to answer. Uh, I, I would think the only thing that's coming to mind is the ability to live one day longer. Well, like everyone could live one day longer. One day. Get like one extra day. But, was, they, but, they kind of, but they would know it. Like I get one extra day to kind of do... I was just gonna say Do everyone whatever, has an yeah. extra hand, and I and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a you're, so you're the freak. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't My buddy just texted me to let me know that there's 11 hours left for Scarface. Have you seen that Kickstarter? Because that looks amazing. I did. I didn't back it though. I He's trying to get me to back it so he, so he doesn't have to. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're both we're both like watching each other to see who's gonna back it. Oh, Just go so. back. I think Matt and I are on a Kickstarter break. Yeah. Well, well have, I'm not gonna get right any now. games because we're in Canada. So yeah. shipping to Canada is really expensive for us. Yeah. I love mafia games. Speaking of which, if you haven't played Godfather by Eric Lane. Oh my gosh, it's fantastic. Nobody talks about that game either, and it's so fun. Oh, you, you did recommend that game to us before, yeah. We should do it. Should it's do it's an area control. I would kind of describe it kind of like Lords of Waterdeep. You kind of take, everybody takes like an area and gets resources, but there's also like car bombs and ways to get people off. And it, it's, it, I mean, it's a high conflict game. It is a blast. Nice. So there was Highly a play. It. It's called The Cleaner that I really enjoyed for who knows why, where you're, the cleaning up after the mob bosses. All the dead bodies and stuff. I thought you were like cleaning the mob bosses. Like they're eating spaghetti and you're oh. like <laughs> trimming their beard. Yeah. Not not when they're eating, that'd be gross. Clean but... their clean their food off their shirts. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Janelle Mathias, for joining us on our hundredth episode. We've appreciate it and we appreciate the both of you. Do you guys want to plug where your where your, your handles are? Again, go for it. I'm Evil Jerk Gamer on Instagram. That's the only place you can find me. Nice. I'm Emotional Cyborg on Instagram awesome. and everywhere else. Thank you again so very, very much. If you like what you hear, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Friday Night Games underscore official, Twitter at Friday Night GMS. You can check us out on our website, Friday Night dot games we also launch a podcast every friday so don't forget to leave us a review on apple Podcasts or follow us on your favorite streaming platform again i'm john and i'm matt and it's friday night so let's have some fun